Hey, Jigs of Tears. Thank you for stopping by. If you're new to the channel, my name is Riley and I'm a former Jehovah's Witness. And today I will be joined by a panel of XJW mystery guests. Ooh. And we are going to be discussing some of Watchtower's most ridiculous doctrines, both, both past and present. So, um, producer Bob, please would you introduce mystery guest number one? And it is Wally from the JW Thoughts channel. How are you doing, Wally? I am super. How are you? I'm great, thank you. I have my drink here. I'm drinking Cavossier and Coke. Oh, perfect. I have a Tanqueray with St. Germain and some fresh basil from the garden shaken with a cucumber. So super bougie, oh, as I always nice. do. Very, and I also very have bougie. my normal cucumber lemon water, so I got the full <laughs> array. I feel really inadequate now. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. Buy a big truck and you'll feel better about yourself. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, welcome. Thank you for joining us. So, producer Bob, please, can we have mystery guest number two? Hello. And it is goat like personality. <laughs> How are you doing? I'm doing fine. Great, I'm a great. little bit late on my homework, but there's a lot of ridiculous thing in the Jehovah Witness religion. So, and I, I brought a rib. I can tell a story about that. <laughs> I'm, ready. I'm sure we'll hear those about that later. <laughs> Are you joining us in a drink? Uh, milk. I have milk straight from the cow, non-pesterized. It's the best. <laughs> I don't drink alcohol. I stopped drinking alcohol. Oh, you don't? Cult. Oh, okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Good for you. Right, and we have one more mystery guest, uh, producer Bob, please. It is Jay the Comedian. Oh, 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 hey, guys. <laughs> oh, um, wow, you caught me getting my Tony Morris on. Oh, <laughs> sorry about that. How are you doing, Jay? Hey, what's poppin', everybody? How y'all doing? I am doing good. good. I'm feeling good. It's a great day, and... I stopped watching the Bears for this, so I'm telling you. It's oh wow, well, that's I'm huge! It. Yeah, we were winning too last I saw. Yeah, uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you very much up. for joining us. Absolutely, winning. happy to be here. Great, great. So, who would like to go first with um, some of the ridiculous teachings of Watchtower? Any volunteers? Anybody? I mean, I, I got a bunch of stuff, so I mean, I'm happy to go first, but if other people want to go Please first... Please do, Woody. Please huh? do. Go ahead. Oh, my goodness. Uh, ridiculous teachings. Um, Let's see. Uh, ba -ba 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 -ba. I kind of like just their wording in certain things. It really, really makes me laugh. Uh, so I was going to talk about what's in the um, elders shepherding the flock under God book on their rules for Pernia because the wording that they use is really really great uh so first off it says it's not a casual touching of the sex organs but involves the manipulation of genitals <laughs> and i think like this is the easiest cop-out because it's like i wasn't manipulating her boobs i was just casually touching them. <laughs> like what the hell whoa <laughs> That's the most unsexiest word to use. <laughs> hey, want to come over for a little manipulation tonight? <laughs> I am going to manipulate the hell out of you. 
like, what is that for kind of wording? Oh, uh, so that one was pretty good. And then they try and um, justify their use of the term immoral use of. And this is how they, they describe it. Uh, conveys the thought not just of touching, but of operating, manipulating, or employing. So I just get a picture of people walking up to each other like putting their you know face right in their bits and be like hi uh you know we are uh we are hiring right now <laughs> how, how are you qualified for this job like why would you use employing <laughs> oh, <laughs> like the, the operating one the operating one gets me like operating yeah. like it sounds like you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> They're using these words like they're trying to sound smart, and it just comes off as like cringy and weird. It's so yeah. cringy. It's yeah, just hilarious. The, the thing is, they are defining something that's not a crime. You know, if it's yeah. a crime, you know, like rape, then you, you it's it define itself. Mm -hmm. And then, like in some countries in Norway, they define that having sex with someone that's asleep constitutes rape. Or in most countries, having sex with someone younger than a certain age constitutes rape. You know, it's the, if there's a severe age difference. You know, but they are—they are not talking about real crime. It's not—it's not a crime if I would touch myself or my girlfriend or something like that. It's just they have to judge anyway, mm -hmm. and they come up. But they ask these questions to children. You know. If you touch yeah. yourself, is that self-employment? <laughs> <laughs> you can really skirt a lot of tax laws if you masturbate. You can. Yeah, that's self-employment. Self-manipulation. Self-employment. I mean, the witnesses are known for self-employment, so that's perfect. <laughs> can I put that down on my taxes? Like, Hell I'm yeah. Self-employed. Ah, man, I'm self-employed. That's why. Several I... times a day I self-employed myself. <laughs> <laughs> actually, in, in Sweden, when when you do your tax return, one of the question is uh, if you can deduct your car uh, expenses on your taxes. So the question is, do you use the literal wording in the question is, do you use your car in the service? So what do you think the conscious of Jehovah Witnesses allows them to answer? Yes. Yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, no, the real question that comes from that is Did anyone ever masturbate while someone was on a long return visit? <laughs> Comment below. <laughs> I never done anything like That's that. Hilarious. I probably Jay did. <laughs> uh, anyway, I haven't, I haven't, but I've done some bad stuff that while I was supposed to be out of field service, but. Yeah. <laughs> oh. For another video, <laughs> the worst video. things you did as a witness. Ooh, that'd be a good live stream. We'll yeah, save well, it for yeah. that. Anyway, the end of it is, uh, it says, for example, it is one thing to touch a musical instrument. It is something different to make use of a musical instrument. And I just like picturing the person <laughs> that's thinking, wow, this is a great illustration. Yet it could be said of anything. It's one thing to eat an apple. It's another thing to touch an apple. It's another one thing to look at a computer. It's one, like, it's the dumbest illustration. It is. It's in their elder handbook. Oh, uh, yeah. Anyway, wow. so go and employ uh, genitals, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
employ. Oh, thanks, but thanks it, for that, Willie. It's such a terrible like metaphor because if you use a flute, that's what it was used for. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh-huh. If you beat off, <laughs> according to that metaphor, you're using it for what it was used for, right? <laughs> yeah. So you're in the clear. Yeah, it's a dumb metaphor. Oh, you gotta love it. Oh, or illustration, as, I, as, as we said in the organization. Yeah, illustration. Illustration. <laughs> I've never you heard the word illustration used in that way outside of the organization. It, it's just, it's only witnesses that use illustration in place of something like a metaphor or an analogy. Yeah, I like the right. thoughts of like having an illustration box or like an illustration like book. I know my dad and my brother and even I... I had it where we just had like all of these different illustrations that we came up with and you just like kept them in like a Rolodex thing like, oh, okay, I'm talking about this. Oh, that's a good one. It's so stupid. (laughs) Illustrations should be spontaneous. (laughs) You know, in a lot of my videos, I I try to think of like the dumbest, most ridiculous illustration I could think of. Mm Mm-hmm. And I, I really wish somebody would just I'm probably gonna do it myself one day Just go down all the illustrations The dumbest illustrations I've ever made And just put them all together But um I actually but, was gonna know. make a tier list on that <laughs> Like yeah. worst Worst witness illustrations Absolutely absolutely. I've heard a bunch of them too man Like a million But uh, Another video yeah. for another day yeah. I came across a really bad one on Twitter the other day. I, I, for the life of me, I can't remember exactly what he said, but it, it, it was the worst illustration ever. It was, he was trying to justify the Jehovah's Witness prohibition on sex before marriage. Mm-hmm. And he used a really dumb illustration. I mean, there's a million things he could have thought of to say, but this illustration was just so dumb. I mean, even people who weren't witnesses were telling him how dumb it was. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I wish you remember it. You don't remember it? I wish I, was, I could remember it. I can't. I, can't I just remember. got blue balls. Oh, yeah, what yeah, the yeah. hell? <laughs> like, oh, I can't wait to tell her. I was like, okay, let's yeah. fucking go. It was a dumb one, though. It was dumb. <laughs> it was really dumb. I'll see if I can find it while, while you guys are talking about something else. Yeah, and I know the Mormons say, you know, the lollipop. If you. Have uh, a girl that's not a virgin. It's like you pick up a lollipop from the street. It's not a nice thing to say. It doesn't build good self-esteem. They come up with some bad metaphors about women, though. They, they, oh my god, they, they think women are like the worst things I've ever oh, don't like they've it. ever seen. You know what I mean? Because they constantly do that all the time. Like this. Oh, any woman who's like with more than one guy doing a span of her life is like a whore and you know they just they go crazy with it you know it, it's it's very wow. irritating yeah uh, like, i didn't know i didn't know about that well but, i uh, mean to- talking about women i can uh, you know it show and tell today well, so I took it. This, he's, he can't wait he can't wait to whip out his bone okay here you go come on yeah, and, um, <laughs> uh, by the way how do you know that adam wasn't a black man you know you can't take a rib from a black man. <laughs> that is factual. <laughs> I do like good ribs. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so uh, Jehovah Witnesses, they like to take science when it fits. And when it doesn't fit, they don't like science. They, but then most of the time they're in between. They argue from the point of ignorance or they choose to be ignorant. 
and claim that it's science because we're ignorant and let's move on. So I remember they always used to say that scientist has proved that you can clone something from a cell and that proves the Bible that he took a rib and cloned Eve from that. It's ridiculous on many level. If you want to clone Eve, you don't need a rib. You just need a part of, you know, the skin or something. You yeah, DNA, right, right. But then other thing, this is a rib from a male llama. That wow. means his chromosomes are X and Y. That means no matter how many llamas you clone from this, they will all be male. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> Didn't know that. I found the tweet. So, so the whole Jehovah Witness idea of science is absolutely ridiculous because it's just pick and choose. But in most, uh, when they do pick science, they misrepresent it grossly. Mm. Yeah, absolutely. They do that on purpose because they like to have the appearance of knowing what they're talking about. And if they have the ability to latch on to something that a scientist said, like there's been times where scientists would just come straight out and say, yeah, I mean, that's what we said, but that's a gross misrepresentation of what we're trying, of the point we're trying to make. Like, <laughs> stop doing that. <laughs> like, that's happened several times. Mm -hmm. I remember when I was reading, you know, the Blue Evolution book as a kid, and it was quotation and quotation, and I thought, basically, that all scientists were Jehovah Witnesses in disguise, because basically what they say that... <laughs> Why is that sentence past your lips without laughing? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's drink to that. Anyway, sorry. Absolutely. So I found that tweet I was looking for. Yes. So let's go. So the original tweet said, why would Jehovah give men the ability to grow facial hair if he didn't want you to have beards? And then a JW replied and said, why would you, Jehovah give all men penises and then say don't fornicate? See how that sounds? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's a good question. <laughs> uh, yeah, that sounds dumb. We should definitely be fornicating. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the whole drop the mic moment afterward. Like he's like, <laughs> take and that. You just that got Bibleized. <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's some Next time they're out in average. field service, they're definitely like, oh man, look what I replied to this. Yeah. yeah. That, that was just the worst comparison that I've ever oh, heard. That's some above average stupid right there. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you ever hear something so stupid you get surprised by how stupid it is? Like, wow. That's, yeah. That's pretty dumb. It's flat earth level. <laughs> yeah, Absolutely. yeah. All right. Um, let me see. So, I guess the thing, one of the things that I um, believe is completely ridiculous that the Jehovah Witnesses believe in is how they kind of don't really believe the world is going to end anytime soon. Now, they're going to say it's going to end soon, but their actions say another thing. Like, for instance, when I was young, extremely young, they were telling people. Um, that they probably wouldn't be able to finish high school. Like, there were some people who didn't finish high school, who quit, dropped out. The world's about to end. And everybody was telling them, like, yeah, you know, yeah, just get out of field service and do what you need to do. 
Of course, the world didn't end. But they were still saying, don't go to college. Oh, you don't have enough time for college. You don't need to be out here trying to get a higher education. You don't need to do all this stuff. The world's about to end. But the world didn't end. And not only didn't it end, but they've changed their stance. Saying, well, yeah, you may need to go to some college now. You know, you can't, you can't function and live a, a, a decent life unless you have a college education. You kind of need one now. But the world's about to end, right? Or did the world ending, like, get extended or something like that. And now, even now, they're not only saying like the, you know, you can go to college and stuff like that, but they themselves have taken on the uh the crazy job of building two production facilities. Two production facilities, right? Now, if the world's about to end, <laughs> I wouldn't prioritize building something like that you know what i'm saying i wouldn't and these and these and these facilities are going to take like five to six years just to be done being built and let's say they are finished in five or six years are they going to put in five or six years of work just to have it for like a day or two and the world ends or a month or two for the world end, or just for like an extended amount of time on into the future so their actions are showing y'all don't expect the world to end anytime soon <laughs> so i don't care what they say about oh we're in the last day or the final minute or the final second or the last hour or the your actions aren't showing that your actions are showing that you're building up something for the future the future that if we're being honest you don't believe is going to be ending anytime soon so that's ridiculous to me personally that they could tell people to not go get a college education at one point. And now they're actually out here hoping that their members ignored what they said because now they need lawyers. They need people who had these higher educations and who have these licenses and different degrees and stuff so they can take care of the things that help the organization. They're praying and hoping that that people did not listen to them. And that is completely ridiculous to me because they're not behaving like an organization who believes the world's going to end anytime soon. And that's ridiculous. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. And I think that that in itself is proof that it's a scam and they know it's a scam because con artists always do the opposite of what they advise their marks to do. Absolutely. Always. Like like during like the uh, the 2008 financial crash, all of these banks were saying, yeah, buy this stock, it's AAA rated. While behind the scenes, they're selling off all the ones that they own. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Scammers always do the opposite of what they advise, always. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. But, but uh, that was actually what saved me. I was a crazy fanatic, Jehovah Witness, but I, uh, my mother, she survived Armageddon in 1975. <laughs> despite <laughs> what my father is planning. So she always said that you should live your life like Armageddon come tomorrow. But you should plan like it's never coming. Wow. And she said, because look at it, that's what the society do. They build stuff, they plan like watch uh, Armageddon is never coming. So she was able, and I remember my father lurking around, breathing heavily. He didn't like this, but he destroyed mm-hmm. the family economy on uh, 1975, you know? Didn't mm. pay mortgage more than uh, interest mm. and stuff like that, and wow. no pension plan and everything. So she, they probably had some fight but she was allowed 
to tell the kids, but we always she tell them, my father, not happy, walking in circles, angry, that we should have a savings account and we should plan financially like Armageddon never come. Wow. Uh, so that, that's my teaching. So I was a pioneer for 10 years. I was working in average one day a week as a window cleaner, pioneering, uh, giving big contributions financially to Watchtower, but I always saved. So you can imagine how much fun I had. <laughs> but, uh, one day, and when I, when I woke up 10 years later, I bought this farm cash. Mm, wow. From just so, everything you uh, saved up? Yeah. Huh? From just everything you saved up? Yep. Wow. So, wow. <laughs> so, well, the farm was a dump, but uh, but the thing is, what, what you said, what Watchtower did, I actually followed their example and invested in real estate and pretended Armageddon will never come, and it, it pays off. So, You're lucky. thanks to Watchtower, your bad example <laughs> made a perfect apostate. <laughs> <laughs> that's what they do. They, yeah. That's what they do, because once people leave and they're finally woken up, it's always funny how the people who were kind of not fully doing everything that, you know, like the, the super rah-rah Jehovah Witnesses were doing, like, let's say the person who uh, uh, just completely sold the farm, you know what I mean? Like, they, yeah. they, they're they like, oh, you know, 1975 is here, the world's about to end, I'm selling everything, I'm gonna... They did probably horrible, but the people that was like, this might be some BS. I'm gonna save this. I'm gonna actually, you know, like do some smart things. They come out a little bit better and a little bit ahead. Like I know a lot of people who, when I was a Jehovah's Witness, right? I was in it, but I didn't believe it totally. You know what I mean? So I mm -hmm. kind of lived a double life, and I was like <clears throat> doing horrible, bad stuff at the time. And I felt like, yeah, I'm gonna die anyway, so it's whatever. <laughs> but now that, <laughs> but now that I've I've, I've left. I cherish the fact that I didn't completely go in a hundred percent like a lot of my peers did. I can I can appreciate that I lived a little bit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've lost a lot, but I did live a little bit inside the organization by being completely bad. But but I I, I cherish that so much. You know what I mean? And a lot of people who do live and and they do start to like really like go into a different area it's kind of like the rubber band effect where while you inside the rubber band is constantly pulled so whenever yep. you feel like you know it's not the right thing you let go and the rubber band shoots off completely in mm -hmm. the opposite yeah. direction yeah where yeah. your life goes bad you know what i mean so uh my, my rubber band wasn't as stretched out you know and i i cherish that you know but it's still like whoa i think you're lucky I, 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 I was a good Jehovah boy and then I married my first girlfriend no sex before marriage but still I went to the elders and demanded a judicial meeting mm. they didn't want it at first but I demanded it and <laughs> 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 was, wow. but then you know when life falls apart and you realize that you're in a cult and you have to leave and you lost my family lost my marriage and everything and then you know midlife crisis you're supposed to have but I have to squeeze in kind of teenage rebellion also because I yeah. never had it before. Mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Like being the middle-aged yeah. guy at a discotheque. <laughs> <laughs> you know you're a middle-aged guy at a discotheque when you're calling it a discotheque. <laughs> yeah, discotheque. Oh, we man. do that in Norway. 
Okay. <laughs> we, call it, we call it the turn up in Chicago. <laughs> turn up right quick. <laughs> and then I see Jehovah Boy and we call it discotheque. Discotheque. I actually remember being in Norway and um, them calling it a disco. I was like, what are you guys talking about? No one says disco anymore. But I guess translation issues. Hey, there you go. Yeah. yeah. So let, let's take um, some offerings from the uh, viewers in the comments, if um, you wouldn't mind, producer Bob, please. Overlapping generations, 7,000th edition. Yes, the overlapping generation. That was actually on my list. I think that that's one of the most ridiculous teachings to come out of Watchtower in recent times. I think it's that, just... Oh, sorry, go ahead. Sorry, yeah, it's okay. That uh, a baby and a, a hundred-year-old could be in the same generation just because they were alive for a brief period at the same time. I mean, come <laughs> on, who do you think you're trying to kid? <laughs> I think it's just like it really shines on how Watchtower is able to just completely make up whatever definition for a word they want and bada bing bada boom you have to accept it like you know what a generation it means this and people just yeah. clap along or nod along like seals and yeah i i remember just even being in and thinking ah, that, 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 that doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> oh golly i just it, it just gets to the point where you can actually see physically how much they do not respect the people inside the organization they do yeah. not respect their opinion their intelligence level the fact that they're adults they don't respect it at all they're saying you no. know what generations can overlap <laughs> and that's it and the people are like well i guess generations overlap now you know like the common sense is just not even respected because when it gets to a point to where as you can say something as egregious as an old elderly 109 year old and a newborn infant because they lived on the same day right? they're in the same generation and people are like yeah, you know what that makes sense like no it doesn't it makes sense to you because you'll get in trouble if it don't make sense you understand exactly exactly like, that's yes. the only reason it makes sense because you want to still talk to your family and friends that's why it makes sense because mm -hmm. it doesn't make sense because it actually makes sense it makes sense because you don't want to get in trouble, you know? And that should be the re only red flag you need in order to leave this organization and realize, you know what? I think that if there were a God out there, if you truly believed in God and you truly believe that you were made by God, you'd have to accept that he put something inside of you to let you know, like, when you hear something that's not right. You're like, eh, that don't sound right. It's the same thing that keeps you alive. If you go inside of a, a forest and you see and you hear some growling coming out of a dark little spot in the forest, your senses are going to say, you know what? I'm not going to go down there. Not today. Not today, you know? Yeah. Because you have that inside of you to help you, to keep you safe, you know? Now, like, I'm an atheist or whatever, but I still understand why certain things are a certain way, you know? I understand why people are afraid to try new things out because if you try new things out, you're obviously putting yourself in danger. So mm -hmm. if you hear something, 
that is crazy and your body is alerting you that hey that is not right you should pay attention to that you should definitely follow that and the fact that they know that they could say something as egregious as that and the people not even question it they they won they've already won and and yeah people need to really think about deeply and critically about the stuff they just let come in one ear and stay in there you know yeah i mean i i never got on board with the overlapping generation teaching either i mean like two revisions before that i remember having a a heated debate with an elder <laughs> about about the, the, the new light that we received and i'll just like it just doesn't make any sense <laughs> it's the ultimate flip-flop like it's yeah this this specific word applies to anointed people now it applies to wicked people now it applies to have our anointed people again and if you ask you know do do jehovah's witness or has the watchtower ever flip-flopped on any other teaching no 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 because the light always gets brighter and then you just like well what about this like well it's not a flip-flop well why not i don't know because they say it's not a flip-flop so what is wrong with you exactly yeah exactly like the same way when they were like oh in 1975 you know stay alive to 75 they came across the stage at the assembly yeah and afterward yeah. they're like well some people thought that the world would end in 75 we don't know why they believe that I don't know your problem. It's like, yo, you flip flopping. Don't try to put it off on the people. That's a flip flop, like the thing yeah. on your feet. <laughs> oh, okay. Exactly. Oh, you, you were going to say something, Jonas. I saw you yeah, had your Bible already there. You're talking about ridiculous. That's really annoying. One of the annoying things, you know, self esteem thing is that. Jehovah Witnesses, I don't believe in the Bible, so I don't have a horse in the race. And then it's much more fun to read the Bible. You just see how stupid it is. Oh, yeah. But uh, when I was a witness, I thought Jehovah Witnesses were right about the Bible. And I would study and study and study. I was the one person, guy, guy walking around with the Bible in my pocket 24-7 reading. Mm. And we were wrong about everything. So I'd like to read a scripture here. that, uh, According to Jehovah Witness interpretation, this is an interpretation of... This is a time in human history. Can you guess which one it is? And it says, and those dwelling on earth rejoice and enjoy themselves, and they will send gifts to another. You know what time we're talking about now? Christmas? World War I. <laughs> really? Yep. Why, why is that? Because uh, the most important part of Jehovah's Witness religion, if you think about it, is when they were elected by Jesus when Jesus were invisible. Jesus came invisibly and elected Rutherford and seven others. <laughs> because if he didn't oh. do that, then it's just a man-made, non-spirit-directed organization like everyone else. Oh, the invisible That's like Jesus. the breaking point when one goofy religion turned into the religion. Wow. And, well... We we need two witnesses, but we can't use two witnesses when Jesus is invisible because we know it was Jesus because he's the only in, invisible person we know. <laughs> it's in the Bible that uh, that Jesus uh, picked them, and it says that there were two witnesses, and these two witnesses represent Rutherford and seven others. They don't know how to count. <laughs> yeah, and then they say 
they say that they profits uh, how many days uh, yeah it, I think it says it says they are dead for three and a half day and that means represent a time that's shorter than a time that's longer than a, a time that's shorter that's mm. because it doesn't add up the three days and they should be lying <laughs> dead on the street that means they were in jail in Atlanta and when they were dead on the street, uh, the nations should be happy and send each other gifts. And that's, we're talking about World War One, that the nations were happy sending each other gifts. <laughs> it doesn't fit wow. World War One at all, that Germany were sending gifts to Britain because Rutherford is in jail. That's and crazy. And then when they were free from jail, Rutherford got the power, according to the Bible, to call down fire from the sky. And this represents that he was able to print literature. But why doesn't fire in the sky just mean fire in the sky? Like, why yeah, does everything no, it, have it, to it, just fucking literature. constantly be this bizarre language that you can just reinterpret in any way shape or form i mean you could call fire in the sky someone inventing spicy hot cheetos oh fire came down <laughs> from the sky it's like once words become meaningless or their usages i should say become meaningless like, what's the point like you're just playing games you, you know exactly. what i can read straight from the bible what happened when rutherford was released from prison it says in that hour a great earthquake occurred and a tenth of the city fell that's atlanta uh, the 10th of the city fell and 7,000 persons were killed by the earthquake and the rest became frightened and gave glory to God of heaven. So, if you what? live in Atlanta and wonder why 10% of the city died in 1919. There you have it. it. Yep. <laughs> Just ask the good old Bible. I was watching an episode of Star Trek the other day and... Um, uh, Star Trek Voyager, and there's this group Nerd of alert. Klingons. This group of Klingons that followed this particular religious creed. They believed that someone's baby was like a messiah from this prophecy. So the leader of this creed, he didn't fully believe it himself, but he just wanted to give his people something to hope in. So he sat down with the mother of the child, and he said, "Here is our religious text, and all the prophecies that this baby or you have had has to fulfil." let's go through your life and your experiences and see where we can cross-reference and try and make events in your life fit in with what was prophesied and i was just watching this episode and i was thinking wow that's exactly what religions do that's exactly what they do that's right that's exactly what they do they try to shoehorn real life things into these like this flowery prophetic language and just say yeah that's what it was talking about you know what's crazy is how ridiculously easy it is to steal God's identity. It's like, That's yeah, actually a really, really good easy. way of putting it. It's, yeah, it's an incredibly yeah. easy thing to do. You can. Uh -huh. hey, I work for God. Like, do you have like a card or an email address? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, no, I don't need one. All I need to say is that I work for God. I interpret the Bible this weird and funny way. Somehow, the Bible, the way I interpret it, God is saying He needs money. And you got to give me the money and allow me to give it to God. Now, <laughs> I work for him and, you know, he can't talk. You know, he's kind of antisocial, but I can speak for him because that's what he hired me to do. 
and yeah. people are like, yes, that makes sense. <laughs> Let me mm. just listen to everything and how but everything that you say and only the way you interpret the Bible, even though I read the Bible and I see something totally different, I'll go with the way you interpret it. Like when the Bible says, oh, there's going to be a resurrection of the righteous and the unrighteous. That to me sounds like God is just going to, at the end of the day, be the only one who can judge what happens to somebody once they die. But according to you, no, <laughs> that's not <laughs> what it means. Like, like I still like the Jehovah's Witnesses still have the ability to say, "Yep, yeah, you're gonna die. You didn't listen, so you're gonna die." Like, who are you to judge? The Bible says you ain't supposed to judge. This is specific scripture that says, "Judge not, or ye be judged," or something like that. And Jehovah's Witnesses are like, you know what? I think we need judicial committees. <laughs> like what? Like yo, y'all just gonna just not follow the Bible? Y'all got some really loose yeah. and fast interpretations, boy. And then they blatantly like how they say. Oh, go ahead. Sorry, go on, go on. Oh, I was just gonna say it's funny because then at the same time, they'll blatantly just run over things like gluttony in the Bible, and you know, Tony Morris looks like he's like four hundred pounds, and obviously that's not a healthy lifestyle, and they'll ignore that completely. But then they'll like hone in and focus on these minute details in, in Revelation or in Ezekiel and say this means that and it's like wait, you ignore the things that are explicitly said and then you read into it the things that are sort of vague. It's like what, yeah. exactly what Jay said. It's pretty easy to become God. You just kind of do whatever you want and yeah. people just kind of go along with it. There's a scripture yeah. that say don't shave your face. Yeah. There's a yeah. scripture yeah. that says uh -huh. that. And right yeah, below it, it says, don't get no tattoo. <laughs> the same as yeah. no tattoo place. Yeah. yeah. No shaving yeah. and no tattoo. Uh-huh. Yeah. They're just yeah. like, oh, we'll, we'll keep the no, you know, we'll ignore the uh, shaving part. We'll keep the no tattoo part. Well, you can't just pick and choose the part you want to <laughs> Oh, no, you no. can. That's... No, obviously, yeah. you can. <laughs> you definitely can. You know where uh, no, what, what, no what gets me is when... From. What gets me is when they say um, they're not lead the governing body. They say they're not leaders, but they take the lead. Oh God, <laughs> that was on my list of things because it's so stupid. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, the the, 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 the shaving rule in the Bible. Do you know where it come from? Uh, it, it, it's the anti-homosexuality thing. Okay, so they lump really? uh, homosexuality with everything. You know, they had male male uh, temple prostitutes neighboring mm. nation of israel and israel had to to be honest you know and what do you do if you dress up as a woman in a temple to sell your butt well you shave you know you <laughs> try to look like a female it, it it was a gay thing basically don't ever pay the price of the dog i think is <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. so the thing is uh, witnesses are very like or the governing body is very like you can't do this because it has pagan roots well then being clean shaven has super pagan roots because it's even in the bible you shouldn't shave because so we're not and homophobic here i'm just you know the history they, they mm -hmm. feminization. It be a, a, a gay thing or a yeah. male prostitute thing well, shame. unfortunately, when you're speaking about the Bible, the Bible is extremely homophobic. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's 
like very, very homophobic. So if you talk about it at all, you know, you got to put that little disclaimer out. I'm not, but the Bible I, is definitely very I got a 1974 watchtower pulled up uh, if you guys want to go on the topic. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, 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 go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, actually, send me the link and I'll, I'll put it up on the screen. Uh, send you the link. Um, I yeah, just know, have it like bad. on my PC, but um, I could pull it up real quick. Okay. And I was hoping you wouldn't call me out on that because I was gonna go pee. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. I can hold it. Hold it. Uh, no, I'm <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I'm just gonna read from it. That this okay. will take. This will take way too long. By the time I figure this all out, sorry, me and technology. No I'm like a freaking caveman. Oh God! Now I can't see. I'm a caveman. I can't have two things on the screen at one time. Okay, there we go. Uh oh my goodness. So 1974, the uh, 815. Uh, homosexuality is the Bible's view reasonable. And the reason I I thought of this was when I was completely awake, but still going to meetings and you know being the good little pioneer ministerial servant boy that I was. Um. I actually had a conversation with someone when we were out in service talking about whether people are born um, gay or, you know, it's something like pressure from the media. And they like 100% agreed that, yeah, you know, it's just, just some people are born that way. And so during a meeting, because normally what I would do at meetings was I would just look on my watchtower library on my surface. I think the the invention of like the everyone having a tablet was the best thing for me because I didn't have to pay attention to the meeting or what was going on. I could just like search whatever I wanted to on Watchtower Library and no one would know any different. Anyway, so I found this article and I showed it to them and they were in absolute shock of like some of the different things that it said. I'll start off with something funny and it's just from like the whoever wrote this. I... Well, you, you guys will find out. Anyway, so whoever wrote this must have had a lot of tissues in their garbage basket at, at that day. <laughs> anyway, it says, On the other hand, does it seem natural to you for two lesbians to come together sexually? One of the pair must often use some type of artificial substitute for a male organ to satisfy the other. And cons... You're having pictures? <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking. Like, so you know, this person Where's was like, the reference material. <laughs> <laughs> so they were like, well, I better find out how lesbian sex works. Watch these women bang each other. Oh. And the oh, fact that they say must often use means that they were actually able to differentiate the times when someone would use a strap-on and not use a strap-on. So it's like one of the pair must often. So it's not all the time, but it's often. <laughs> <laughs> this Make watch it, one employ a strap-on. <laughs> <Yeah, do it. laughs> Or do they manipulate it? I don't know. They... Well, operate. They operate. <laughs> operate. <laughs> one lesbian Great. was operating a strap on. The other was manipulating one. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, lesbians are manipulative. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, it goes on. Uh, bu -bu 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 -bu. And consider male homosexuals. Both may claim to be men, but must 
not one assume oh wait sorry both may claim to be men but not but must not one assume a female role in some sense in the case of male and female homosexuals one way or another a substitute must be applied for what the opposite sex supplies naturally how reasonable is that the bible correctly refers to the action of homosexuals as abnormal and unnatural <laughs> top or bottom baby top or bottom <laughs> exactly that's basically, they got a they got a problem with the bottom people for some reason. Yeah, they're just like bullying. Exactly, just straight up bullying the bottom people. <laughs> oh, I, and I, I get the feeling that it's okay to be gay as long as you're the picture. <laughs> it's like the rest of the scene in the eyes of Jehovah. Yeah, that's kind of what they're saying, right? Like, well, one kind of, of them got to be doing something. <laughs> it's got to be one of them, so you just, <laughs> just make sure you're in the right spot. extra wrong. <laughs> the other weird. one is just drunk, but uh, I don't know. <laughs> the fuck? That's crazy. <laughs> Wow. <coughs> let's take some um let's take I, some I, I, I would, from the, from the uh, perspective i would say you know turned out her cheek and all of that i think jesus would be uh... <laughs> don't say cheek oh uh, yeah don't say cheek <laughs> for sure okay so uh, I, I really have to pee so i'm gonna go pee real quick okay okay cool okay i'll be right back yeah okay so uh we have one from jordan who says uh King David, Abraham, and other men of righteousness would be resurrected and needed to live in a castle known as Bethsurim. Yeah, that was completely ridiculous. I mean, what what was the basis for even thinking that in the first place? Or, you know, the house what of did you get that from? Yeah, I, yeah, they came up with an entire different, like, and it, it, it kind of goes to my point earlier about how they once were like, yeah, the world is going to end soon. Like mm. so soon, we need to build a house for these, uh, uh, uh like Paul and uh, the other. I guess no, not Paul, not not Peter, not Paul. No, it, 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 you Paul? know they were not anointed, anointed. So they were prior to Jesus. So Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Enoch. Uh, I think there were thirteen guys mentioned as people of faith in Hebrew. Yeah, so they, ah, they say they were them I, eleven. I think they were eleven room in Betzarim. But ah. at that point, they didn't believe the world should end. They believed in a golden age should come in 1925, where wow. everything is good. And there was a lot of focus on technology because they said the Bible had predicted the vacuum cleaner, the telegraph, the radio, the airplane. So, so all the faithful of old should be living in Jerusalem. And then on Sunday, you should say, Oh, brother Abraham is going to have a speech today. Let's turn on the the the, the radio that God had d described in the Bible. And then sometimes <laughs> Abraham said, "I have to do this myself." And then Abraham would go with an airplane to solve problem. So there should be one golden age where where these people would rule from Jerusalem and travel with airplane and telegraph. So God did not pre uh, predict the telephone and internet. <laughs> Only the telegraph, the radio, and the airplane. <laughs> wow! But because the those were must is, be, those were the important things in human history, huh? He had to yeah, call yeah. those out. But the doctrine was that these people should ruin from Jerusalem, 
And then when he started getting old and cranky, Brother Rutherford, he said, <laughs> uh, we're going to build a house for them in California. <laughs> Seems reasonable. There between California and Jerusalem, because the doctrine was that they should live in Jerusalem and rule from Jerusalem. And he said, let's build a mansion in uh, California for them. And I'll take care of it until I die. <laughs> was even deeded to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Really? Is that legal? I I know know that. That to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Wow. Wow. I'm taking real estate classes right now. I don't know what type of real estate law <laughs> they would allow them to like put the name of a real estate property in the name of fictional Bible characters. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Yes, I'm going to leave my estate to Jesus and some of the uh, I'll let Peter hold down the fort as far as the backyard. <laughs> they would use that language too. I'll let him hold down the fort. <laughs> yeah, like, what is going on, man? This is crazy. This is crazy. I did not know that they did that. I did know. Could, uh, could I just go back to homosexuality uh, say one thing? Because, you know, they often accu accuse uh, David. He was like super sexual person. You know, he had all these wives and took wives from other people and stuff like that. But also there's like he sings about uh, Jonathan. I love Jonathan. Your love was better to me than the love of women. And he wrote that at the point where he had seven wives. He was like super sexual. And people use that to, you know, say that he might have been gay or bi or something like that. Uh, and as a witness, you would uh, defend him. No, it could be platonic love. But then when you read the Bible and not being religious and I read the Bible, David was super gay. <laughs> and you, you see, uh, like, like one place, turbo gay, <laughs> he, he, he writes about uh, uh, it writes about his uh, mighty man, you know, the mighty man of David. <laughs> And he said, uh -huh. it was Habuba who killed 14, and it was Babuba that killed 15. And then it came uh -huh. to one guy, I don't remember the name, maybe it was Babuba. And he said, you know, and then it was Babuba who killed an Egyptian, uh, a very handsome Egyptian. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> like, oh, uh, I think that was Benaya. Was that Benaya? I think so, I actually, yeah. The guy who was Benaya. killed was a handsome man. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Damn it! Why did you kill the handsome one? You kept all these uggers. What the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> that remind me of the time of like Lot when when Jehovah sent down the two of his most gorgeous <laughs> angels. <laughs> angels were so gorgeous. The men in the city were like, "We got to have them. <laughs> we got to have them." Like, Yo, Jehovah, you got to send down the ugly angels. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's good stuff. There was a, another point in that uh, awful, 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 I guess we should establish, 74 Watchtower uh, that talked about whether or not it was um, possible to change from your homosexual homosexuality. And they gave, I'll just like speed run it so we don't have to stay on the subject for too long because this is like half funny and then half like really sad. And I think we can all pretty much agree like, the sexual repression as far as it goes in oh. when you're a homosexual. I mean, I've had multiple friends that actually committed suicide that wow. were clearly, clearly, clearly gay. And so, I mean, it's a big problem, but 
I guess, since we're trying to keep it on a light subject, let's acknowledge the bad that it does, and then also, you know, we can still laugh about how silly the Watchtower's opinions are. But it talks about uh, this unknown actor um, who, somewhere in 1969, which also makes it slightly funnier. Uh, (laughs) 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 Anyway... Uh, some of the quotes that he gives are really crazy. Uh, he starts like, I had been a sexual, a homosexual since I was age eight. And by the time I was 23, I came to an absolute unquestioned servitude to my flesh. Uh, like many homosexuals, I tried to solve my conscience and the seriousness of my immorality by saying, as do many sophisticates of this world, that I was gay. But the simple truth of the matter is I was a pervert. Apparently, being a homosexual automatically makes you a pervert. Anyway, this is where it gets funny. I can still recall at least 150 males with whom I repeatedly engaged in every kind of sexual perversion. Uh, I do not say this to try and entice or turn on anyone who may have so have homosexual tendencies, but to illustrate the level to which I had fallen. Actually, by the gay world standards... I might have been considered only a moderate homosexual since I engaged in immorality with less than three different men each day. So in the, in the, in the Watchtower's mind, the homosexual community is like... Like at least three times a day. What? What the flying? Like, who has time for that? Imagine three different people every day. Imagine like trying to put that on your to-do list. I can't even self-employ myself three times a day. I know that's that would be a lot of work. (laughs) (laughs) Not not only three guys a day, but they had to do it thoroughly, like every. Every imaginable. Per- I have it. Yeah. Oh yeah, different. You got to do it different ways. And different ways. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, well, it was 1969, like, so there's one way for you. I kind of like the way he was like. I don't mean to entice anybody. But <laughs> that was that was clearly not him that was actually saying that. Whoever was interviewing him or whoever was right. writing the article, a hundred percent put that in there. Yeah. I'm not trying to entice you. Yeah, because yeah. I know you be like, man, three times a day, he must be good. Like, <laughs> yeah. like you, know, you gotta put that out. I'm not trying to entice anybody, but uh, yeah, yeah, definitely three a day, three a day, and that's moderate. That's moderate. Yeah, that's, that's moderate. It could have been seven. It could have been. I was, I was trying to be a little bit cool, you know. What happens when it's extreme? Is it seven? Like, okay, wake up in the morning. Okay. Like trying to get through a whole hemisphere of men. Like, it's crazy. Where do you meet these people? Holy. Absolutely. That's wow. crazy, man. That's yeah, that was that was one of the funnier interviews that I uh, that I came across. Jonas, there was something that you um, mentioned on on your channel, one of your videos once about pocket yeah, calculator. The electronic, because if you go to uh, Jehovah Witnesses now, now it's is technology your master servant? They love to to hate on technology, like new yeah. technology. Most religions do that. Like if you have religion, like 
well, we cannot have a telephone. And then like decade later, uh, we can have a telephone, but not inside the house. So like Amish now, they have a telephone booth normally. So they do have a telephone, but it's in the garden and you have to go out there. So And, and witnesses are the same, like trying to be behind on something. But this article mm. is from 1976 and you should not have a calculator. And I think that's damage control because what did not happen in 1975? So people would mm. go and say, you know, do the numbers. You know, why didn't anything happen in 1975? And that means that anyone with a calculator would be a potential apostate. So you basically just undermine them by making anyone with a calculator bad association. And I remember that there was a brother in our congregation that had an electronic calculator. I remember my father said, yeah, the elders has been speaking to him and said, this is a conscious matter. And we had to explain it many times. It's a conscious matter. But he's, he believes it's a conscious matter. And we had... <laughs> but I, I can read the article, the end of the article. It is typical Jehovah Witness. It says, what are the disadvantages with an electronic calculator? It says, as might be expected, an electronic calculator is not all advantages. There are disadvantages, and it's wise for you to consider them. For one thing, having a calculator is going to involve some money, time, and attention. How much would you use it? In your case, the few occasions where you would really be helped by having a calculator might not justify the cost, even with the recent low prices. Do you want to put your money into something that you may not need or that may just be a toy for a few days? Also, it will take you some time to learn how to use a calculator. You will have to think about repairs if it breaks. And what about getting batteries for it periodically if it's of the type that requires such? Good questions to consider. Jesus, just talk, just how <laughs> negative can you be? Absolutely <laughs> like, you're like, you don't want to get a calculator. You're going to need batteries. You got to learn how to work. What if it breaks? I mean, come you, all you can do, do is solve math problems quick. It's not gonna like save the world. Like, yeah, it's gonna cost money. You gotta buy it. It's gonna exist. Like, come on, man. <laughs> you will, you will just, just in case money. there's anybody, <laughs> just in case there are any viewers watching who think that this is apostate-driven lies, right? <laughs> the article is the awake of 1976, September the eighth. Page 23 to 26. There's three pages of this. <laughs> wow. They went in on calculators, boy. Yeah. And three pages of this. Should a pocket should a pocket calculator be in your pocket? Question mark. Yeah. Or, <laughs> to be honest, back then pocket calculators were like the size of mini computers. Like yeah. they were huge. They weren't as small as they are now, but uh it might have gone against, you know, try not to have jeans too tight to rub up against yourself. So maybe That's there was right. some underlying calculations right. that were being made in this calculator lore. You put that big old yeah. calculator in your pocket, it might rub against something. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, <"Ooh." laughs> I like oh, math. <laughs> my calculator is manipulating me. <laughs> Man. <laughs> math yeah, has I... become my favorite subject. Oh, yeah. I got the vibrate calculator. <laughs> <laughs> it buzzes whenever I do a calculation wrong. Oh, I'm yeah. bad at math. I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting terrible. 
Well, the, the Jehovah Witness teaching is that the, the faithful and discreet slave gives food at proper time. So when they say that calculator is wrong, it, it basically comes from Jehovah. It's like at this period of time, we need to know that it wasn't necessary before, but now it's it's the food in proper time. Wow. And I remember some people thought you may you might summon the devil by mistake if you keep it in your pocket. Like punching six 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 or right boobs or something like that. Eight oh eight, gang. Let's go. That's right. You're already there. But to be honest, you, you can go to jw.org and find this. But you can also type in akabus. Is that the English word? You know the akabus. The uh, acubus. Yeah, yeah. Abacus. You find. I, I, I'm, I'm not. It's not my first language, English. But you find a lot of articles in the wake that are pro akabus. Okay. <laughs> okay. Oh, cool. wow. Because they're okay. Electronic calculators. Boy, they hate it. Hey, guys. I um, I got to make some runs, man. Um, I got to get out of here. But thank you so much for inviting me, Jay. Um, it's been, I mean, Riley. It's, I keep no saying Jay exit. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but thanks for inviting me. Wiley, go like uh, Jonas, everybody, man. I appreciate being here. I got to go make a run. I got to go do some more it's stuff. It's a rib for you. That's all good. How did you get my damn rib? <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. Y'all have a good day, all right? All right, cheers, man. Okay, cool. Uh, Thanks for joining us, Jay. Yeah. Take it easy. You too. Okay, so, um, Bob, please, can we have some more um, comments from the viewers? I want a threesome. Dantonette <laughs> uh, Taylor. Hi, Dantonette. How are you doing? The 2020 memorial was when I realized how twisted this two-class system is. The elder giving the talk blatantly told the audience to believe this after reading the scripture about partaking unworthily. Oh, huh. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't, I, 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 I'd call it all ridiculous, but trying to be, you know, objective compared to other, you know, Christian denominations, I guess the whole two class thing is really ridiculous. I yeah, think all I, of them have two clauses. If you think about it, like the Catholics, they have you can be saint. That's mm -hmm. really a two class system. You can actually pray to a human, mm -hmm. and he taught. So if, if 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 Wally is the saint of window cleaners, then I can pray to Wally because yeah. he he's, he loves window cleaners and he talked directly to God. So Wally would be my mediator. As it so should Jehovah be. Witnesses As are it should not be. the only one with the two-class system. And then you have prophets. If you're Pentecostals, they also have two-class system. I don't. Mm -hmm. I think all the religions are ridiculous, but I don't think it's more ridiculous than uh, any other religion. Mm -hmm. I mean, when when you think about how they came up with it, well, the reasons why they came up with this two-class system, is, mm -hmm. yeah, is ridiculous because they thought that they were all going to heaven, but then. As the organization grew beyond the numbers of 144,000, it was like, okay, there's too many of us now. What are we going to do? <laughs> I know. We'll invent the second class. <laughs> well, we got a problem here. Let's let's yeah. start getting the bubble gum out and plugging the holes in the sinking ship. <laughs> yeah, but it, it's also after Rutherford came out of prison, he, he became a bitter and angry person. He was basically innocent. You know, he was a crazy person, but, you know, he wasn't a spy. 
<laughs> 80 years in jail for being a spy that's kind of right but he was an angry bitter terrible person when he came out of jail you know uh, so yeah. before that it was like fluffy 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 there would be a golden age and everyone will be happy but after jail he you know he gradually became more and more grumpy and everyone that don't believe in me gonna die so yeah. it's that too it, it, it wasn't really a doomsday religion mm -hmm. before that then it was like a golden age religion Jesus is gonna come and oh. solve all the problems and we get vacuum cleaners telegraphs uh, no calculators though yeah the tract <laughs> The tractor, but not the automobile. I don't know why the automobile was not predicted in the Bible, but the tractor was and the locomotive. So, I think everything is predicted in the in the Bible if you read it in a certain way, honestly. But yeah, you know. yeah, yeah, it's true. But it wasn't kind of a doomsday religion. But you know, one thing that is ridiculous if you think about it, and I can't understand how was this in front of my eyes all the time. So we folk we focus a lot of God's name you need mm -hmm. to use God's name because God is a title well first of all how many God is there I mean One. even the even the Bible itself though admits that there's other gods so yeah yeah, yeah. but you have a witness believe yeah, yeah, yeah okay. believe in that part of the Bible they skip it but so did you have a witness <laughs> interpretation of the Bible is there's only one God but you can't use the word God because there are many gods mm-hmm so the whole uh, you have to use the name Jehovah is based on that there are many gods, but there are not many gods. So if I would be the only farmer on the planet, of course, you can refer to me as the farmer. Yeah. Uh, even though it's a title, because mm -hmm. I'm the only one. But then if you think about it, you have to use Jehovah. And it doesn't matter how you pronounce it. So, yay. Uh, what's in English? Yeah. Yeah. And you can be Yah, Yahweh or Jehovah. That means it doesn't matter how many syllables you use. Mm -hmm. Yah is one, Yahweh is two, Jehovah is three. So the amount of syllables does not is not important. Then it's what about the vowels? Well, the vowels are also not important. You can use as many vowels as you want. You can use like in Jehovah or in Yah, then it's only one vowel. So basically, you only have to use the consonants. It's important. Your life is depending on you using the consonants. J, Y, H, V, H, J, H, V, H. However, some of these vowels are silent. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Reading from the works. So God's name, the vowels doesn't matter. The syllables doesn't matter and only 75% of the consonants matter. <laughs> and, they, and they stuff up the whole like plurality of it as well, because it can be yeah, like well, El well, or Elohim. You just get up. If you think about Ya, that means that basically just one of the consonants is there because you don't really say the H in English. Mm -hmm. So basically God's name is J. I like Jexit or Jay the then. Comedian who's no longer with yeah. us. <laughs> Jay, you're God if you're still watching, which you aren't because you're running errands. Yeah, but like, think about that. You have to use God's name, but there's only one God, but you can't use God as a title. But then the syllables count doesn't count, the vowel doesn't count, and only one of the consonants is actually necessary. <laughs> I think it's... Wow. Yeah. 
That is ridiculous. It, it, it's just a symptom of the two plus two is twenty-seven mentality, though, right? You, you like, could refer to God as yarabarabarabarabarabaraba, and it would be correct. Yeah. And your life's depending on it. What a world! Yeah. I am. Um, I vaguely remember hearing reading rather that at one point the um watchtower talked that adam was a hermaphrodite oh cool yeah oh if i can dig up the reference i'll put it in the video description that would be pretty fun they, they taught that he was a when he was created he was hermaphrodite and then when Eve was created from his rib that took the feminine half of him away and then he became fully male after that. Oh, so he used to be able to employ all of his sex organs and then (laughs) (laughs) during his surgery one of them went away. It seems reasonable to me. (laughs) Yeah. Golly. That's the thing. I mean, when I was a witness, I, I was 100% believed that every single thing that we believed and taught was 100% from the Bible. It was all backed up by scripture. Everything was from the Bible. But now after leaving, I realized that so much of it were just like, it was it was reading, reading into a lot. You know, it was getting a lot yeah. from a little. Mm-hmm. It was getting and- a lot from a little. I think that's just like indicative. Well, uh, anyway, um, maybe it's just how religion functions. Like, mm-hmm. in order to diversify and in order to get people to follow you, you have to say something different. So, there's obviously not going to be one world religion because people, religion as I see it, is more of a business. But anyway, we don't have to get into that. But you have to say something different. And so if one person says, oh, well, the resurrection is real, well, then I'm going to say the resurrection isn't real. Try and prove that with the Bible, and boom, now I have a few thousand people following me. And then whoever's doing that, you know, diversifies from that. And it just keeps snowballing and snowballing and snowballing. And I I personally find it hilarious. Just I I call it the, the yellow marker and green marker Bible reading. Because as soon as you say that the Bible, you know, can't speak for itself and I need to interpret it for you, you're just completely fucked. Like, yeah. who knows what to believe at that point? Because yeah. if anyone can just come along and say, well, what this really means is this. Like, I remember reading about um, hell in Luke, what is it, Luke 7, where it actually talks about uh, the the rich man and the poor man named Lazarus that actually yeah. goes down yeah. into hell and they see yeah. Abraham and Moses. It looks like you're looking it up. Um, and he's like, Oh, well, can I get some water? And the first time I read that when I was reading the Bible, honestly, I couldn't stop laughing at how close minded I was. I was like, wait, the Bible simply teaches that the hellfire exists like that is what the bible says it will be eternal and you will be like aware of the suffering that you're going through and just to think back that i was proud 
that, oh, I'm going to come to your door and show you that hellfire doesn't exist. Look at these yeah. scriptures. Like, it was so... <laughs> oh, but God is love, so therefore all of these scriptures are invalidated. <laughs> what yeah. kind of reasoning is that? Yeah. yeah. Was it Luke 7? I don't want to misquote it. it it's... Um... Uh, what what they watchtower do is they take a scripture and then they go through it word for word and you feel really intelligent when you're sitting one hour studying this yeah. word for word but you know they just uh, redefine everything my favorite example of that is you know it says that jesus will come back uh, on the skies of the heaven i'm paraphrasing now because english is not my first language but uh, you know jesus come back uh, some man will come back on this and everyone will see him even those that uh, killed him, you know, and then they go through it, you know. So, what do son of man mean? Well, that's Jesus. What do sky mean? That means blah blah blah. <laughs> what do cloud mean? Blah blah blah. Uh, what, when the Bible says that everyone should see him, what does it mean? Uh, only the anointed uh, <laughs> and the people who killed him should not see. And then all of a sudden, they get to that. They get from that Jesus should come on the sky and everyone should see him to Jesus will not come on the sky and no one will see him except <laughs> the anointed that no understand the meaning of being invisible it's the absolute opposite of what the bible actually say the bible yeah. say, i don't believe in the mm -hmm. bible but the bible says that he will come on the cloud and everyone will see him and also the people who killed him which was probably one of the first uh, doomsday uh, predictions that went wrong <laughs> because mm -hmm. the, the, the generation that killed him was gone <laughs> so but, but they, they they take a, a scripture and just take it apart like this when in 1919 when when they were elected it's so obvious i remember as a kid just forcing myself to believe it but it didn't make any sense because it's the two witnesses preaching in the big city and they turn it into atlanta and world war one is described as everyone's happy giving gifts to each other <laughs> oh, yeah. and printing a watchtower is calling down fire it doesn't make any sense and i'm actually yeah. one thing is that there will be no paradise that's a bummer but for me, it's more annoying the fact that I was so stupid. Yeah, I mean, it's also being deceived, wrong, though, right? You had wrong interpretation yeah. of something that's wrong. That's even worse. Yeah. It, it, it's being deceived. I saw um, a tweet earlier today. I can't remember who tweeted it, but it said something like, I think it, it may have been Harrison from the Truth Hurts channel, but it said something like, how do you get an adult to believe in ridiculous fantasies and fairy stories you don't you get children to believe in it mm -hmm. yeah and it's so true yeah it's so true you know th th these things wouldn't wouldn't be possible unless you indoctrinate children or you scare them into believing it right exactly I, that article i mentioned earlier about the gay actor uh, from 1969 in the end he was like well I started listening to the Jehovah's Witnesses and eventually I realized I need to make a choice I can not be gay and live or I can be gay and die it says it right there and you're like yeah. 
yep, that's how it works. Death or, uh, what's that comedian? Death or cake. Uh, cake for me, please. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, we're running out of cake. <laughs> it's, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. No, no, no. Okay, um, I've got one more ridiculous teaching before we wrap up, and it has to be the new light teaching. Oh, yeah, yeah. that's, that's um, silly. I can't understand how any person with, well, I can understand it because I used to believe it, you know, so I, I can understand it. When you're indoctrinated to believe something, you believe anything and it doesn't have to make sense, but it just makes no sense. It makes no sense. If all the new light that the organization received was non-contradictory, then it would make a little bit more sense than it currently does. But it's not. That's it's point. often contradictory. You know, mm -hmm. it just it just doesn't make more sense. And I think the organisation tries to have it both ways. They want to be able to say we're imperfect men, we make mistakes, but at the very same time, we speak directly for God Himself. We are the channel from God to human beings, mm -hmm. but we will make mistakes. You can't say both those things. Uh, and the new light gets super silly too, because the time frames matter, especially like for the blood teaching, like a month beforehand. Okay. This was acceptable by God. And then a yeah. month later, God through imperfect men says, actually, no, this isn't okay for you. And then a few months later, he goes back and says, actually, and it's not okay for your pets either, because uh, that could be an issue as well. Yeah. It's like, well, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. And you know, in the Bible, you remember Yesabel? Yeah. Uh, it says God, you know, he would give her blood to the dogs. Mm -hmm. So God gave blood to dogs. There were no problem. And then Watchtower oh, say that you'll shit. be fellowshiped if you give a blood transfusion to a horse. Yeah, that's true. So it, it has absolutely no uh, meaning in the Bible. But if there's a Jehovah Witness watching this and we talk about new light, hello, uh, we could agree that Russell was wrong. And for the sake of argument, just for the sake of argument, could say that Jehovah Witnesses have new light today and are correct. So there was like a new light blah, 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 from Russell to now, for the sake of argument. How much new light did you need? Mm -hmm. You could basically, even if Jehovah Witnesses are 100% correct today, which witnesses don't believe? They, they, I, I heard many witnesses refer to the overlapping generation as current light. And that's a huge Freudian slip there when they refer to their own teaching as current light because they know it will change. <laughs> but anyway, if you would take the Catholic Church in 1919 and then just blast them with as much new light as happened to Watchtower, they would still end up in the same place. And the Catholic Church is not like we don't preach. That's the reason why the Catholic Church is the biggest church ever, because they preach. Jehovah Witnesses say they are the only one that preach. There are more Catholics than Jehovah Witnesses in China. So the whole new light thing, if new light was a real thing and I would be Jesus and I would say, okay, let's pick my favorite religion because I'm only allowed to have one. I would take the Catholics and then I would 
you like the shit out of them. And, <laughs> you know. Sometimes you got to do that. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> And then there's a small relieving cost called the Christadolphins. They believe uh, basically the same as Jehovah Witnesses. There are very small differences, but they have believed that since 1914. So they haven't changed so much. So you could have picked them in my, if Jehovah, if you, if, obviously no one would pick Jehovah Witness for their correct teachings in 1919. Not even Jehovah Witnesses can say that because everything they believed was wrong. Mm -hmm. Uh, according to witnesses, so if they would, if Jesus would pick one religion in 1919, he would probably do the Catholic Church because of their sincere seal for preaching, which they do have, and then just knew like the shit out of them, so they have the truth <laughs> and skip stuff like 1975. And yeah. or if Jehovah Witnesses want to take something closest to the truth, he would take the Christadolphins. Because they basically believed in 1919 what Jehovah Witnesses believe today. Wow. They didn't need new light. They need a little new light, but not as much. It's really interesting. I mean, personally, whenever I'm highlighting like the um, ridiculousness of, of JW doctrine, I never usually go further back than 1919 because... That's true. I remember hearing at some point that, you know, they weren't chosen because of what they were preaching. They were chosen because they were honest hearted, yeah. their heart condition, you know, mm -hmm. their heart conditions were right. Jehovah saw that, or Jesus saw that they were earnest and that they were honest hearted. So even though they were preaching some things that were blatantly wrong, he chose them anyway for that reason. But then even following with that logic, from 1919 onwards, you would expect all of their teachings to be perfect because Jesus is leading them now. <laughs> so there shouldn't be any flip-flops post-1919. Except for the generation. <laughs> yeah. And elders. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, know, you know about the people of Sodoma, if they get resurrection or not, you know that? So, you Sodom know and Gomorrah? Works? It works like this. First, uh, will the people in Sodoma get uh, be, get uh, a resurrection? And this is the Jehovah Witness teaching. First, yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, maybe no. Really? <laughs> that, that's how the that's the evolution of new light. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no, yes, maybe no. Well, at least we can get on board that they're uh, coming closer to accepting evolution as a fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, but, but it, it's just the, the... Obviously, it's, it's a matter of great importance for the governing body members. That's why they have had so many votations. Basically, have an, as soon as you get a new g guy in the governing body, they can take a new votation and change the light. But then, since uh, you know, sometimes a, a question or a conflict turns into a principle. So every time, like, vote, okay, they get the resurrection, damn it. And then, like, okay, we'll take a new guy. Okay, hello, welcome to the governing body. What do you think about that? Let's have a new Let's rotation. go with that. Yeah, let's go. <laughs> so it's this flip, 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 uh, yeah. disco light. Oh, here you are with your disco. You need to really relax on your disco. <laughs> it's the governing body disco. 
The governing body disco. There the you governing go. body, the closest the governing body goes to disco, it's with the man from Sodom. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, before we end, do you want me to speed run a couple other funny shit? We don't have yeah, to sure. spend a lot of time on it. Uh, yeah, what do you ahead. think about um, insects that crawl on all fours? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. So the, <laughs> the insight book, it, it's, it's funny because, I mean, uh, you guys are familiar with the scripture in, what is it, Leviticus uh, 11, I think? I think it's Leviticus 11 that talks about you're not to eat the unclean insects that are that crawl on all the uh, that have wings and they crawl on all fours, right? Yeah. So the insight book says the picturesque language of the Bible refers to insects as going on all fours. Obviously, Moses was familiar with the fact that insects have six legs. (laughs) like they just bring that up out of nowhere well obviously he knew that anyway so so the reference is undoubtedly to their mode of travel rather than to the number of their legs it literally gives the number of their legs how can you say that it's referring not to the number of their legs when it's telling you the number of their legs. It's like if you went to McDonald's and said, I'd like a number two, and the person gives you, you know, a number eight. Like, well, you you weren't really talking about, you know, what you wanted. You just wanted chicken, and I gave you chicken nuggets instead of a chicken sandwich. It's (laughs) it's so fucking ludicrous. Yeah. And then they go... What was the whole point of that article? Uh... They were just describing or trying to like do the apologetic dance about well the Bible wasn't wrong in that it said that there was winged creatures that had yeah. wings or four legged winged yeah. creatures that didn't have wings when if you go back into mythology you clearly see that at this time people thought that there were four legged creatures that had wings I mean we all remember the old Daniel book even. Showing the lion walking around that had wings, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so it says uh, there. There are winged insects, including bees, flies, wasps, that walk with their six legs. Oh yeah. Other insects, such as locusts, are equipped with two leaper legs and thus literally use their four legs for crawling. The funny thing is. In the scriptures that it references, I think it's Leviticus, I think it's eleven twenty to 23. Um, if you just keep reading, it literally differentiates the locusts as the one clean animals that are yeah. okay to eat. So you can't use the argument, well, it was talking about locusts. <laughs> I just say <laughs> it. Yeah. Because well, we're going to... allowed to eat locusts. I, the reason why I know that is because I yeah. was actually thinking about farming locusts instead of goats at one point. Because it's it's much more environmental way of producing protein. So, if there's a locust restaurant opening in your neighborhood, support no. it. It's very good for the environment. It's super good food. But uh, like you said, locusts they walk on. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. You know, the Bible is written by a man. I think Moses wrote it as uh, the part he wrote as a business strategy. Hello, I'm talking from God. I have, uh, well, I don't have two witnesses, but I have a burning bush. And it was a goat-based economy, a (laughs) goat-based economy where he said, 
God wants you to give 10% of, so there are 12, 11 tribes that should give goats to us. That means that just for being a Levite, you make a better living than the average goat farmer in Israel. And they even mention in the Bible, right from the top, that God do not like vegetables. No, 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 no. <laughs> Don't come to a Levite with vegetables. Look at Cain. Cain, no. God do not like vegetables. He won't eat. It's a goat-based economy where he said that everyone in the country should give my tribe goats for free. And then they write a lot of stuff and get a lot of stuff wrong. But the most important is if you don't give goats to Jehovah, he will give you hemorrhoids. It's in the Bible. <laughs> you have an unhealthy obsession with goats. I got to be honest with you. <laughs> Anything Jehovah is unhealthy. Because, you know, if you don't give Jehovah a goat, he will give you hemorrhoids. And if you have hemorrhoids, the solution is to give a goat to Jehovah. Oh, wow. That's <laughs> a really tough situation to be in. It's the win-win for the average goat-eating Levi. Uh, yeah. It, it's a business model. <laughs> uh, one uh, other quick... Changed because it's exactly the same now. Pardon? Nothing has changed because it's exactly the same now. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, yeah, yeah, that's what you get when you have a, a book. <laughs> it's like, well, this is what I said. And then people to go and behind your back and try and change it. Yeah. Uh, I have one other good one. Um, you know how the Watchtower always gives really like nonsensical references? Like, a researcher said, or a historian yeah, yeah, said. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is a really good one. Um, it says, thus an American explains. <laughs> that's that's their reference. An American. Thus an American <laughs> explains. So they could literally just write something and say, well, I'm American. It's thus an American <laughs> explains. <laughs> like that's in that same uh, 1974 article on homosexuals. <laughs> but yeah. they, that's their reference. An American an American. <laughs> Overqualified to talk about homosexual rights. They they always quote these industrial experts. And yeah. I can uh, here I can show you one here. This is a very important matter of of um, calculator, and it says there's an industrial expert in I think it's Illinois here that says that he used to use calculators, but he realized that it's best not to. There's an industrial expert in Illinois that says that no, I realized that <laughs> because I, he uh, bought a computer and he's like, well, I, don't need to carry a calculator with me anymore. Later, it's starting to get out of control. <laughs> <laughs> I had to quit. Oh, <laughs> uh, oh, no, industrial expert. Uh, I remember last time I spoke with my father. And obviously, I spoke about Australian Royal Commission and stuff like that. And he said, well, actually, uh, experts had said they had looked at Jehovah Witnesses handling of sexual child abuse and said this was the best uh, routines they ever seen. And I asked, asked my partner, what was the name of that expert? And he said, well, I don't, know. I, I don't have the name. I have to admit that. So, so they actually been telling the elders that worldly experts as looking at the elders book and say this is the best routines ever they never seen anything like it no that's 
Cool. We used to believe all that. Yeah. And if you didn't have Gnostics, yeah. they'll have truth. Well, maybe we do. Maybe we don't. But uh, they, they do the same. <laughs> Facts. Like all these experts should have a name, but it's always like, I am a, a scientist from a prestigious university. Or or you can just be an American. Cited as a goddamn expert. I'm an American. Yeah. F one fifty and beef. Hell yeah. Like what? An American said it. It must be true. What are you talking about? It's so silly. Just uh, you remember, we're about the same age, I think. So when I grew up, there was always quotations in the literature that people said about Jehovah Witnesses that they are the best taxpayers, the highest moral, yeah, yeah. and it was always stuff like that. Yeah, Jehovah people noticed that Jehovah Witnesses have the highest moral, but still they're not interested in uh, the truth because they want to die in armageddon but there was always this that people acknowledged that we were the had the highest moral i, I can't really see i think they stopped doing that because no one accused everyone know that jehovah witnesses have low moral or the same moral as everyone else did I they stop they, doing that i haven't i can't really see they keep doing that huh mm -hmm. i guess i haven't really picked up on that yeah i just realized a few days ago they don't do that anymore Interesting. I'll have to keep my eye out on that, huh? Yeah, you have to. You have to read your literature, brother. Oh fuck me! <laughs> it is so sad, though. I wake up and it's like six o'clock in the morning, and I have my coffee, and I'm like, "What's on JW.org?" I'm like, "Why? Yeah. Am I... <laughs> Why do I do this to myself?" Uh, nobody could keep up with that chariot because it just, you know. It... They, they were right when they said that it changes direction very quickly. <laughs> yeah, but it's facts. Yeah. There, there was a local disfellowship guy. He came to my farm now on a motorbike and he had uh, facial hair and he was smoking and disfellowshipped, obviously. So I, I, I spoke to him and I said, you know, send greetings home to your wife. And he didn't want to do that because he's a disfellowship, but I'm an apostate. So oh. even if he was smoking, wow. and he actually came to me to ask me if I knew where he could buy an illegal gun, which is a weird topic. <laughs> so basically a biker with the tobacco, but still he was better than me because <laughs> he's just his fellowship and I'm an apostate. <laughs> and he didn't want his wife to know that he was hanging out with apostates or spoke to apostates. That sell illegal wow. guns potentially. Well, he just asked for it. There's a lot there's of a, there's a, uh, It's all allegations at this point. Yeah, yeah, we see beneath yeah. the thin veneer. <laughs> no, but still, as an apostate, you're worse than... Uh, well, he's not a bad person just because he smokes and uh, rides a bike, but it's kind of fun, you know. You still have it in your head. Mm -hmm. Apostates yeah. are worse than... Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. I, I yeah. don't think we're apostates. We're basically nerds. You know, it's like some people know about Star Wars, even though they stopped making Star Trek and that they know everything about it. Yeah, I I I get it's, down with Star Wars and Doctor Who. I'm I'm I think I'm a card carrying nerd if I'm honest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, me too. But I, I'm I'm a watchtower nerd. Oh well good job. 
yeah you know that's why it's a it's like a hobby it was actually fun to be reading the bible what you said earlier is absolutely true it's actually more fun to read the bible now that you're looking for it looking at it through a different lens you know not yeah, through right. the lens of this is the inerrant word of god i still find it maybe my most oft-read book and maybe the most interesting because the more i learn about it and just looking at it through the context of everything that i grew up with it's really rewarding but anyway off topic whoops <laughs> yeah I, it, when, well, you, when you don't believe in it anymore and you just read it and you see how it's the bible it's not unique in any way like uh, you know the crazy stuff that abraham and they did uh, you know if a woman didn't give birth she said okay you can have my slave woman and have sex with her and it would count as my child you can actually find because you know they wrote stuff on clay and put it in caves and uh, a lot of this stuff was meant to be everlasting so we find it now we can read it you, they, we actually do have contracts from the the, uh, the canonites or what you say in english with people writing contracts that you will marry my daughter and you will do her for five years but if she you can marry her slave earliest in five years you have to give five years to my daughter first but if she doesn't perform after five years you may uh, do her slave you well, they find right. contracts like that they even found contracts of people selling their birthright as the firstborn written wow. contracts no so misogyny in that, that uh... abraham did that he was following legislation that existed uh, among the canaanites wacky so the, Bi the bible is not the oldest book it's just based yeah. on legislation that was uh witnesses would say is uh, well from this from satan basically so yeah. so a, a lot of stuff in the bible is really well documented and Watchtower don't talk about it for reasons that it doesn't fit the narrative. There's a lot of stuff in the Bible, like uh, the Canaanite uh, and like other nations, that absolutely do not fit the narrative. Like the religions in around Israel had so much in common. You know, there's a place when they they, they you know they lose the tabern uh, the what do you call this box, the golden box. What's it called in English? Tab. Yeah. The oh, ark, yeah. They, they they lose the ark, you know, and the Philistines or who, who whoever want to move it back. So they ask their priest, you know, we have to apologize to Jehovah. What should we do? And the priest like, okay, you have to make some gold hemorrhoids and la la da 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 and put. <laughs> so so the, the 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 priests in the Philistines priest was seemed as expert on gods in general it wasn't like jehovah was a specific god it was a specific no it was like okay you offended a god which god okay and you were like a general god expert mm -hmm. wow. so the the, the jehovah uh, like the the israelite religion wasn't so unique and at times there were uh, israelite kings that would put the picture of jehovah on coins and stuff like that I mean, it's kind of like I said earlier, like it, you start with one, right? And then you just sort of branch out and yeah. then a new person has their interpretation yeah. on that and it just grows. And now you have hundreds yeah. of thousands of different belief systems and yeah. everyone's right and nobody's wrong. 
Great job. Exactly. Thanks, God. You really yeah. made it easy for us. <laughs> Misogynistic. Well, let's, let's wrap it up there, guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Oh, it was yes. a good time. When you come to Norway. Yeah, I really appreciate that. When you and come and thanks for bringing your rib, Jonas. Yeah. yeah. Well, you should come here. I have the attic full of them. So you got more bones to show the camera. Okay. It's not so far <laughs> from Britain to Norway. You just fly here. Yeah, it's not too bad. You just stop over yeah. in Iceland, and it's uh, yeah, it's a lovely flight. Yeah. yeah, I might have to take you up on that. <laughs> the way I see it, we're still brothers. The governing body cannot take that away from us. Hell yeah! Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> okay, All right. Well, well, thank you so much for having me. I really enjoyed it, and uh, yeah. you guys have a lovely evening because it's evening for you. Oh yeah. Yep. Yeah, it is. It is. Certainly is. Thank you for joining <laughs> us, buddy. All right. Bye, guys. Yep. Take it okay. easy. And thank you, Jonas. Yes. So, and thanks to producer Bob. <laughs> thank you, producer Bob. Nice lady. <laughs> and thank you, viewers, for watching. If you haven't already done so, please click the like button and uh, subscribe to the channel with notifications so that you're alerted whenever I upload a new video. So, please proceed to the Jexit in an orderly fashion, and I'll see you in the next one. Oops. Thank you so much for watching to the very end of the video. If you haven't already done so, please like, leave a comment and subscribe to the channel. If you like my work and want to help me continue doing it, please support me on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash jexit underscore 2020.